Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing very, very well. Very quickly, a thank you to our newest patrons over at Patreon, Vito Urli and Felix Grip. Thank you both for your support. And, of course, to all of our other wonderful patrons who make all of this possible. If you would like to join the group chat, get early access to episodes, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. All right, Andy. So we are back. We're going to break down all of the transfer market related items. Uh, at the very top, which is something that emerged over the past uh, few days, is Roma and their pursuit of Alvaro Morata. A, when posed to the, the, the group chat, a very divisive figure, again, much like Scamacca, much like Pelotti. Seems like Roma seem to be at least at this point allergic to finding players that uh, there is a unilateral consensus on uh, the quality of said player, but it is what it is. Just from a baseline standpoint, Morata, are you a fan or no? Because... If you were to ask somebody like, I don't know, a, a manager who, like Zema, if you were to ask him versus uh, Max Allegri, now, of course, one is a loser, the other is not, but I'm sure these two guys would have very different views on this player. Again, Allegri, he has, uh, he has a hard-on, it seems, for the, uh, for the strikers that, how do I put it kindly? work very, very, very hard, but perhaps maybe lacking in goal output. For me, it depends entirely on your point of view, on how you view that level of uh, contribution. If, you know, somebody like Pelotti lacking in goals last season, you are not going to be terribly bothered when you see him working incredibly hard. But if you don't value that, of course, you are going to be extremely annoyed by his uh, inability to find that back of the net consistently. So where do you come out on this? Because Morata, I have to admit, I like how hard he does work. But when I look at the body of work, let's go through tallies of uh, league goals in his last seasons. This is one of the few times where we are putting in the hard work. Okay. So last season with Atleti, 13 goals in 36 league appearances. The previous season at Juve, 9 league goals in 35. The season before that with Juve, 2020-21, 11 league goals in 32. And 
before that, Atleti again, 12 goals in 34 league appearances. I mean, meh. That's it. That is essentially my feel. If you could summarize my feelings on this guy, it's that. It's meh. Just one of those bland, tasteless dishes. Well, you know, it's uh, with with Morata, you you get something, you lose something. You get you get a player that that uh, knows Serie, that I think uh, thrives thrives the most in Serie. Um, that perhaps this time around could be even more useful. Um, perhaps this time around also changes that dimension, goes to a team that you know has different ambitions works differently and maybe in a way you know with 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 the way he plays he could unlock other players you know we're also looking to i mean this season you want to have somebody like lorenzo pellegrini scoring goals you want to have somebody like husemoa or scoring goals you want the whole team to click because we know that last season we lacked very much so, the, the goal scorer in Lorenzo Pellegrini. The whole attacking department, with the exception of Paolo Dybala, was struggling. But it also seemed like just because those guys were... They they couldn't they couldn't do anything right. It, it seemed like they, they every decision that they made worked against them. The duo of Belotti and, and Tammy. And, um, and with Morata, you would hope to have another guy who specializes in, for example, at Juve, you know, very often you'd find Murata basically playing on the wing, drawing attention away from somebody that would slot in and score. And in Juve's case, very often it was somebody random, like Weston McKenney, you know, like all of a sudden this guy pops out and, and goes and scores because Murata was able to draw it. You know, it, it's that kind of player, kind of... A, Kind of like Mandzukic was uh, at a certain point. Kind in of, his... he's the Spanish Mandzukic. In in his yeah, and Allegri his... talks about him the exact same way too. Yeah, yeah, pretty much because I mean, Mandzukic again is a player that was molded in in Allegri's vision. Like after after his experiences at Bayern and Atletico, <laughs> he he goes to to you to Juve, and that's he's molded that there and. Um, and he becomes the player that he is. And, and kind of Morata is the same way. Like Morata f- felt a bit helpless outside of Massimiliano Allegri's range. And um, I think with Jose Mourinho at Roma, he could find a similar playbook. Um, doesn't mean that this is a player that excites me by, you know, it, it's not, it's not a, it's, it's a name I'm familiar with. I think it's a name that, if anything, appeals to me just because you're getting a player that, knows what's going on in this league, um, is eager to return to Italy. This is, I think, again, his his place. It's his dimension. This is what he what his style is suited for. Uh, it's not suited for Atletico. It's not suited for the Premier League. He likes Serie A, and it works for him. And I think he, he, he's not the player who who lights the whole attack on fire. You know, he's not the one who sets the spark. He's not. And it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fair to him to to bring him over and and make him do that because he's not that type of player. That's Dybala. Dybala is supposed to be so 
the hope with any signing this summer is to have Dybala healthy for the season and to have any of the signings coming in, they have to be able to work off Paulo Dybala's brilliance. Because Paulo Dybala, when he's on, he's on, and he basically has the whole team you know, going around and, 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 and he, the way he gives like the boost he gives this team is unlike any other player on, on Jose Mourinho's yeah. roster. And so the most important, like I, I don't expect because you don't expect, for example, somebody like Gianluca Scamacca to come in and, and light the, the, the attack on fire. Gianluca Scamacca went D- double digit in Serie A once, you know, it, it was impressive. The season before he was acquired by West Ham was a really good season, but that's about it. You know, it's not like if you don't go for Skamaka, you go for if you if you don't go for Morata, you go for Skamaka, and all of a sudden your problems are resolved. You're looking still at a player that is coming off a year of of ups and downs of injuries and and uh and who had yes a good season before in Serie A before leaving to the Premier League but that's that's as far as his experience in Italy goes that's you know and so you're not getting a finished product you're not getting a player that um can be labeled a difference maker you know right from the get go and and the same goes for the, for for Morata despite being more experienced in Serie A he is a player that thrives when the team is doing well or when he has a partner in crime who is putting him in a position to win you know and we know him most of the time for his misses we know him for his offside goals i think in, listen, in this transfer window, for what Roma are looking for and given the circumstances that led Roma to... I mean, think about how much energy you're wasting right now trying to find a replacement to Tammy Abraham, you know? That injury doesn't happen right. on the last match day. Right now, you're probably, you'll probably have your midfielder, you know? You'll probably have your, I don't know, Marcel Sabitzer, whoever it is, secured, you know, right in your pocket. Instead, you're still out there wading through water, trying to understand what's feasible, what's sustainable. Can we spend this much money? Why? Because because Tammy Abraham got injured and you're looking to replace him. But you can't replace him with just whoever. You need somebody who still gives you some kind of, some kind of, I wouldn't say even certainty, but some kind of support. You know, you need another body there. You need somebody who, who knows how to read situations you you need to have somebody that likes to cut in be, between the between the defenders you need to know you, you need to have somebody who's strong physically and honestly morata kind of fulfills those criteria that just that the, the at the end of the day the most important key in roma's attack is to have somebody that thrives playing off of paulo dibala because i feel like last season we saw dibala have a brilliant season but a lot of his teammates were almost thrown off by how good he was at times. They always felt like they were they felt a bit diminished by how good he was. So sometimes it just you you can you could feel that they're not able to read him as well as as they would like to. And um <laughs> that's a great and, point. And so many wasted chances by by Tammy, by by Belotti on occasions that Dybala put them in. Because 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 maybe there is something that where they weren't able to read him as well as they should have. And that's, I think, that's the key. You, Roma in this transfer window need to understand that Paulo Dybala is, 
is their style of play. Paulo Dybala is the marquee signing. So whoever you get in the attack needs to know how to read Dybala. And, uh, and, and that's really it. So for me, that goes beyond names, goes beyond the appreciation of whoever player. To be honest with you, neither Skamaka or Morata really do it for me. You know, I'm not like rooting yeah. with a flag and, and, and chanting one's name over the other. You know, it, it doesn't work like that for me. For me, it's important to have somebody that's functional to the way Dybala plays. Because as soon as you steer steer clear away from Dybala, you you lose something. This team has to cling on to him, has to uh, recognize how brilliant he is, and and play into that, play into that, and 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 sort of work towards expanding Dybala's range. Dybala can be a really special player. He had a special season last year, but I think this if you if you give him somebody that knows how he moves and knows how he plays and knows where to go when Dybala goes left or when he goes right, then that's really more important than any other name, than any other number of goals scored. It's just there has to be the facilitator. That's really what you need in the attack. The facilitator, not the guy who, you know, uh, stumbles and tramples and 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 and, and, and flails and, and fails to score when needed to. Yeah, 100%. A couple of things to add to what you said. Yes, they are trying to find that name. Yes, neither Skamaka Morata inspires a ton of enthusiasm. The problem is, though, as we can all see, as evidenced by UEFA announcing that Roma fulfilled the requirements of the break-even for the financial year 2022, I mean, it seemed like, Andy, we had uh, it won a trophy, essentially, because uh, a couple of things happened. One, Roma, they did fulfill it. Uh, and two, Juve did not. So uh, that just kind of goes to show, and you don't have to look beyond it further, too. I mean, the overall spend between, you know, Premier League and everybody else. I mean, this market truly is, you know, like when you were a, a child who wanted to go to the cinema. Parents said you have to pay for it, though you can go, and you are in the, the in in the sofa just trying to find any coin that you can find, any sort of coin that will get you just slightly further to be able to go. I mean, that is what Serie A, that is what the Bundesliga, Ligon, everybody is doing at the moment. I mean, trying to get big deals over the line is so so difficult. Roma are essentially at the market right now uh, with, with with no budget. You know, you don't walk into the jeweler store uh, wanting to buy a diamond ring without any uh, money or credit. That's what they are trying to do, and that makes it difficult. I mean, you you brought up another guy, uh, Sabitzer. You, you know, these are the kind of deals that Roma need to do. They have to be loans. You are not going to get anybody for big money right now on a permanent deal. Not going to happen. Um. You, if you want to acquire somebody first, I think Roma will have to secure uh, a sale for somebody as well. Who that could be remains to be seen. There are are a couple of names out there uh, currently as to who could still leave the club. But not only, again, are they doing this with very few opportunities available on the market. They They are essentially having to do their entire market by structuring 
deals in a way where they they front uh, little to no cash up front, which is incredibly difficult to do. I mean, Andy, when when West Ham, and, and this is kind of what adds a bit of levity to life when you get depressed uh, about some of the uh, lack of action on the transfer market, not only related to Roma, but every club outside of the Premier League. I mean, could you imagine after, you know, West Ham meet with, I, I, I don't know, Bournemouth or Leicester or some, some team like that, about the player, and then they come to meet to Roma, and a, a team that you know f- fighting for the top places of Serie, one of the bigger clubs in the league. I mean, they are essentially asking you to hand over Gianlucas Camaca, a guy that they uh, 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 broke the bank for one year ago. They are essentially coming to you with, with uh, 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 scraps, asking to you to uh, do it a, a charity deal for them. To loan the guy. I mean, I, I could only imagine where, you know, Leicester willing to hand over like 10, 12, 15 million for a guy on loan or something, something absurd. And meanwhile, Roma and every other club outside the Premier League essentially asking to you to do a, a, a huge, a huge favor or act of charity. I mean, again, this is not strictly related to Roma. But those are the parameters in which they are operating. And it is incredibly, incredibly difficult, incredibly difficult. So I, I do not in any way envy Tiago Pinto. My only fear, and I forget who on uh, on my timeline tweeted this yesterday. Um, so please forgive me uh, for failing to give proper credit. But somebody tweeted out a photo of Antonio Conte and... <laughs> their tweet said this is going to be Jose Mourinho within one to two weeks and it was the photo of Conte when he was giving that big 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 complaint interview about Inter the lack of deals on the market I was told I would get Lukaku now we are going on week four of trying to get this guy and negotiating over pennies and things like that I I actually fear that may happen because while it is nice that, you know, Roma were able to get Awar and Dica for free in June, which is should not be discounted in any way, shape, or form. Because if those guys did not arrive on free deals, if you had them uh, under contract, uh, Indica you could get easily 25 or would cost you to easily 25 to 30. Awar, I, I don't know, 15 to 20 would be my assumption. So those are not things to... To, to discount so easily. However, I do fear that Jose Mourinho, because we saw when he landed, the first thing he said was, I expect nothing from the market. Zero. My expectations are are, are non-existent. Do you fear we may get the uh, Antonio Conte adjacent uh, blow-up interview from Jose Mourinho? I, I don't. I actually, I think, uh, I think Mourinho is looking around the league just the same as we do. And seeing that, uh, you know, Inter are cashing in almost sixty million with Onana sale, and yeah, now everybody they... is funding their entire their entire markets by huge sales. Yeah, Milan. Yeah, they are. Yeah, well, in theory, because then they go and they 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 ask Morata, well, how much is your release clause? And his agent says, well, it's twenty million actually, and they're like, no, we can't do that. You know, how come? You just you just cashed in sixty million. 
You know, <laughs> what's going on? Where's that right. money going? And that's issue. That's an issue with 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 all the clubs. Juventus can't seem to find uh, 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 an agreement. They can't for, give Lahovic for, away. For, for Zakaria sale, they can give Lahovic away. They they have to renew now uh, Artur Melo's contract f- in order to loan him to Fiorentina. The Serie Justin is, Serie is broken. Fantastic. Serie A is broken. So Roma are a cl- are the only club that haven't spent a single dime this uh, this this window. And I think honestly, with what's been happening, that's actually a positive thing. Like I can't, you know, for me it's this maybe two or three years ago I still considered this a game. But the way you you see this stuff being operated, the way you see this this the, the, these teams try and make sense of you know of signings. I mean, this is it's a broken system because you can't even scout properly. Like every single team basically is reaching for the same targets: Fratesi, Morata, Scamacca. These are not only names that Roma are linked to; these are names that have been linked to. Juve, Inter, Milan, Napoli. The, every single team is basically looking at the same names. Why? Because every sing, big team is in the same situation. Financially, they have problems. Like Genoa now, that were just promoted, are apparently going to spend 15 million on Retegui. That's more than any of the big clubs have spent in cash, right. proper cash, <laughs> not, you know, the type of deal that Inter makes for Fratesi. Proper cash, more than any other club in Italy. 15 million. Think about it. You know, like the fact that Roma two years ago were able to pay whatever they paid for Tammy Abraham already is like, wow, that's mind-blowing. Now we are looking at Genoa and everybody's losing their shit because not a single team, much less so the reigning champions in Italy, Napoli, they can't do anything about it. They have to renew the loan of uh, of of Golini, of a backup goalkeeper. Like <laughs> you know, right. that's that's the reality of the situation. So when I think of Mourinho when he lands in Italy, and he says I, I have zero expectations, it's because he's grown familiar. He's part of the landscape now. He knows what's going on. When he first came here. He came from a totally different reality. He came from Tottenham, which wasn't, you know, the greatest reality, but it was still a Premier League reality. Um, and that's that's the thing, is that this is a team that has problems, but it's not the only team. The whole sport in Italy is broken. Clubs are... are everybody's trying... Like, even today, Juve, did you hear that? Juntoli uh, signs with Juventus, makes his first speech. What does he say? I'm here because the club wants to be more sustainable. That's the same word that Tiago Pinto uses, that Marotta uses, that uh, Milan's management use. Everybody is is dealing with the same problems. It's it's to me that's it's it's uh, it's fascinating and sad at the same time because uh, there is no room for growth. Um, because exactly when you have a problem and you want a signing, you want to find somebody. You're basically dealing with the same names. You're you're working with word of mouth. You're working with agents. Everybody's friends with everybody. Marotta is has the same contacts as Tiago Pinto. You know it, it just. That's the that's the part is that you can always only count on exactly Morata Scamacca Scamacca Morata Juventus maybe they will sell Vlahovic maybe they will go for Romelu Lukaku 
if not for Romero Lukaku, they will go for Scamacca, uh, Inter. Romero Lukaku off the table. Okay, well, there is uh, Alvaro Morata available, right? So it's a... It, it's it gets it gets pretty tiring, but I think that's the that's why it's important to consider the the overall situation is utterly depressing in Syria. Like how this um, to the point where even if you are a top club that has been to a Champions League final has played a Champions League final like Inter, and the first thing you do in the transfer window is sell. Uh, your starting your goalkeeper, goalkeeper who had an excellent yeah. performance in the Champions League final, you sell him just like that, you know, and you lose your star defender for many, many years on a free to PSG in Milan Skriniar, and you you sell uh, your best midfielder in Marcelo Brozovic for peanuts to Saudi Arabia. That's 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 the, that's the that's the sad realization. So for me, Mourinho right now is like. Whatever, you know, he's going into his <laughs> third year at the club. This is his last year at the club. If, you know, if it goes according to plan, if if the contract works out and honestly, all, all you know, the season pans out. Lots of positivity should. today, I see. Man. I'm just, I'm just, you know, it's uh, you, you, but you said, you said, I'm, I'm saying that he won't be surprised. You said he's going to get a, a, a breakdown, a nervous breakdown. I, I, I'm just saying he's going to be indifferent. He's going to be indifferent because he knows the reality of the situation by now. So um, last year, you worked and worked and worked for over a month and a half on Ginny Wijnaldum's loan, on a loan, on a loan with a, an option to buy for what, eight to 10 million, something like that. That was, and that was a big deal, but it took you so long. So Everybody here is just trying to make a living in Serie A. Not, not everything is as rosy and flowery and beautiful as in the Premier League, where you can just, right. you know, oh, 20 million, easy. You know, like, what is 20 million in the Premier League? In Italy, 20 million? There's not a single team so far this, uh, this year that has spent 20 million. I, I completely agree. I, I, it is a bit of a depressing way I suppose to 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 look at things but I forget to pose this in the Patreon group chat but uh, could this actually give Roma a better chance at, at finishing uh, in a better position near the tops of the table I don't know because because the way it was posed I forget who said it in the group chat but it was essentially well nobody is doing anything this summer and I have to be honest I the way we view the transfer market is sort of like a lifeline, so to speak. This is the life preserver. Your team is bad. The transfer market is a way to not be bad. And partially that is true. But as you said, a manager coming into his third season, could the continuity be the most important thing of all? I have to be frank. I, I Usually, because it's Roma, we are more often than not in a position to be entering a new season with the same manager for the third season in a row. Do you want to venture to guess the last time that happened? A long time ago. (laughs) That is all. Yes, that is the only thing people need to know. It's been a long, long time. A very long time. Uh, I believe the last time they went into season three with the same manager, it is the guy who is now the manager of Napoli, yeah? Yeah. And we all know how that went in year three. 
hopefully things go much different this time, obviously. So what? So it's been eight years. Yeah, and I and I'm trying to think even before him, it had to have been Spalletti, yeah? Spalletti, yeah. So again, okay. another eight years. So what? Uh, this is something we are not... And if you look before, even Spalletti, before him... We're not him, used it, to this. No, we're not used Capello. to this. Capello. And it's very, yeah, it's very, it's very rare. It's not a good, it, it, usually it doesn't work out great, but, you know, fingers crossed. The, just the important thing is not to give up. The, and I think like that, that applies really to all Serie A. Like the transfer window is not a, teams cannot base their entire projection for the year, their entire ambition for the year based on the summer window. That's what that's what the rich teams do in in the Premier League or La Liga, right? They, based on the number of signings, on the money spent, they set the ambitions. Oh, Arsenal have spent this amount of money; they need to compete for the title. Oh, Manchester City have spent so much over the years. Well, it's only natural for them to win a Champions League title once in a while. In Serie A, that's not how it works, right? Like Nap- Napoli, they have just won the league. Would you say they are favorites right now to win it again? I really don't know. I don't know no, if that if no. it works like that. Milan, same thing last year. No. Inter, the year before that. No. Because the 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 transfer window for Italian clubs is not a is not the pivotal moment. The pivotal moment is the preparation leading up to the 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 season and then how the team handles you know, all the side effects of a long season and playing across a number of competitions. Can they focus on the league? Can they focus on on Europa League? Can they remain healthy? Uh, you know, that's it really comes down to that. It, the, I don't think a transfer window has had a major impact on any of the cl- Italian clubs for a long time. Maybe, maybe really with the exception of last year with Napoli, with the addition of Quara, um, and with, uh, with Ossiman's development under Spalletti. Really, that's, for my opinion, that's been maybe the exception to the rule. That for uh, the last few years, it's really been survival of the fittest. So when Roma, again, they look for the midfield, we get the same names m- mentioned. Marcel Sabitzer, Renato Sanchez. That those are the two names that are thrown out there constantly. Why? Because of connections, because of their availability, and because they don't fit the the the, the project of the respective teams. In Renato Sanchez's case, is because Jorge Mendes is offering him all over the world for the past two years, and that's that's about it. And maybe because they can be uh, loaned out, and that's and and that's what we base our entire idea of a midfield reinforcement for this season. Like, think about it. That's how it works. You're you're not thinking about, oh, who's the club scouting? It's who is the cheapest option and who has been more or less, you know, mediocre over the past two years in order for for them to become available and affordable for us. Well, if this doesn't get you excited for the remainder of the summer until the season begins, I don't know what will. We will I'm leave sorry. it there. <laughs> no, I no. There, there is no need to uh, uh, paint, uh, try to put makeup on a pig, so to speak. Uh, it is what it is. We will leave it there. We will be back next week. Let's see what happens in the coming days if there are any movements on the market, and we will uh, react to anything if there is. But until next time, ciao.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.